I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey everyone, welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am. Before we get into the episode proper, just a few dates that I have to plug. So if you're in Perth, I'm coming over Feb 9 and 16 with the podcast at the Fremantle Arts Factory Salem Anchor Hotel. So make sure you get your tickets. The lineups are very, very funny. And then with my show Talks All Week at Yagen Square, the Mega Mouth there, 6.45. So go to joshell.com.au for the tickets there. Then I'm coming out to Brisbane, March 7, March 8, with two podcasts and Modern Contemporary, the brand new show at uh, Fritzenberger with the uh, show and the podcast at the Powerhouse. Lineups are out of this world good, so make sure you get a ticket. Canberra, I am coming to you as well for your Canberra Comedy Festival, March 21, doing the podcast in the afternoon and that evening at the Civic uh, Pub doing Josh Earl Talks. And then Melbourne, I am coming there. Well, I'm already here, but I am doing the Melbourne Comedy Festival, doing 21 nights of Josh Earl in modern contemporary at the Victoria Hotel, 8.15 and five podcasts, four of them at the European Beer Cafe Sundays at 4.30 and one on April 8, Wednesday at about 11 o'clock at the Festival Club at Max Watts. Make sure you get your tickets, joshearl.com.au for all the details. Now, everyone listening to this podcast, at the end of the podcast, there will be an announcement. It's a pretty cool announcement, so make sure you don't just, when the episode finishes, turn it off because you probably want to know about this. So enjoy this episode with Cal Wilson, Beck Shaw, and two first-timers, James Colley and Aurelia St. Clair. And welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and this week I discovered I share my name with a sprinkler fitter in Pennsylvania, which is interesting because my grandfather, whose grandfather was also American, he was a sprinkler fitter. And when I say interesting, I mean it's 190 episodes in, so give me a break, people. It's interesting (laughs) for now. Okay. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. What I do, I get four very funny people and I quiz them all about their lives. So let's meet them now. Our first guest is a comedian who shares her name with a teacher assistant in West Virginia University. Can you please welcome back to the podcast? It's Cal Wilson. Yay. Yay. Hey, Cal. That's better than the prepper. The prepper? Was there a prepper? There's an American prepper. who. So I, I put my first kids' books out last year and people are like, oh, so you've written these kids' books and this uh, sort of doomsday survival guide. Oh. And I was like, no, that is a bearded man from the States who's quite pessimistic. Hmm. Well, having children is like prepping. It's like <laughs> it does feel like the apocalypse yeah. sometimes. Our next guest is a first-timer to the podcast. He shares his name with a Gloucester... Infrastructure engineer, can you please welcome from Gruen the weekly and tonightly it is James Colley. Yay! Yay. Thank no. you for not bringing up the double murderer. Yeah, I know. I, I did see him, but I thought let's not start a comedy <laughs> podcast with some murder. <laughs> I've done that before. There's a Josh Earl who did some bad stuff too. 
It's all right. James Colley, other one, is dead now. Okay. There's an, On account there, of doing a bunch of murders. It's oof. not just... They're not unconnected events. <laughs> I, I was concentrating so much on saying Gloucester, and I'm not sure if I said it right. Is that how you say Gloucester? Yeah, I think you crushed yeah, it. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I don't know what an infrastructure engineer is. Is that just like the buildings? You just like... Is that what it is? It's like, like a town planner. I feel like you could be one, James. Yeah, look, there is someone, like there's a James Colley who uh, doesn't know their own email and constantly like I will get just updates from their life or like other people planning meetings where I'm brought in for. And for the first little while I was like, okay, this isn't me. I'm sorry. I'm just some Australian. And now I just side up and agree with whatever's going on (laughs) in the thread. Like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. I'll show up early and help out. (laughs) Because Jess McGuire also has someone who uses her email Really? Mm. Another Jessica Maguire, but only for stuff that she's signing up for, like, just to be able to see it. And I reckon she's going, oh, I don't want to do a proper fake one. So this one looks like it's still mine. Mm. So Jess Maguire's getting all the good stuff, all the good sales. (laughs) All right. Our next guest shares her name with the chief scientist for the WWF. Can you please welcome back to the podcast? It's Beck Shaw. Yeah. That's actually me. That's you. Well done. (laughs) Embarrassing for you, but... (laughs) <laughs> is it the Wildlife Federation or the Wrestling Federation? Um, both. Oh, great, yeah. great. <laughs> Combine them. Great. And there's another there's another writer with your name as well. Yes, she's much more successful than me. Unfortunately, she's an old lady who writes about villages. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like something in the village, another thing in the village, and she oh, has okay. like 40 books. And for a while when you Googled her, my picture would come up with her Wikipedia and then she died and it was really ominous. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But so I won. And She's dead. finally, finally is a comedian who is kind of making her first appearance to the podcast, if you don't include the Patreon episodes. Now, in my extensive research on LinkedIn, she's the only person who has her name in all of the internet. Mm-hmm. But when you type her name, it does come up with Aurelia Pragoda from St. Clair Real Estate. Can you please welcome <laughs> Aurelia St. Clair? Yay! Yay! Thank you. Are you the only Aurelia St. Clair on the internet? Um. Look, I use a number of different names. <laughs> Suspicious. <laughs> and um, it's nothing dodgy. You wouldn't find me on LinkedIn because that's my other name. Okay. But even with that other name, you wouldn't find anyone with that name. Is your other name like Borrelia Mintclair? <laughs> <laughs> um, I just use a different uh, surname for comedy. Oh, uh, yeah. so I was going to say on all the platforms, the one that you'd have the alias on the least is LinkedIn. I think that's where you have your proper one and then everything yeah. else you have your well, for real for, jobs. Yeah. Sometimes um, I forget my real last name. Oh. That's <laughs> how often I use St. Clair. I was, I was traveling and I looked at my passport and I was like, oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Our first game today is called Social Me, Me, Media. In this round, I'll read out posts from one of you four. And if you think you know who said it, Buzz in and tell me your names are your buzzers. You get a point if you get it correctly. A point to the person who actually wrote it if you're incorrect, meaning you can't buzz in for your own ones. Poker faces on. First one is this one. A good way to own any Gen Xer is to wait for them to make a cultural reference and then say who, even if they're talking about David Bowie or something. Jen. Yes, Cal. I was going to say it was James, but he said my name at the same time. So either his double bluff is very good or I'm wrong. <laughs> who do you think it's James? James? You are correct. Yes, oh, it was. You. Was it me? <laughs> yeah, it was you. I was going to say Beck. No, that was you. I was going to say you. <laughs> <laughs> that was you. There you go. So you, I was going to ask you about it, but you obviously have no recollection I, of I tweet everything it. in a blackout state. <laughs> Great. Next question. Avant-garde sounds like Dracula demanding to see God. 
James. Yes, Beck. James. Yes, that is Beck. Yes, that's <laughs> a good tweet. <laughs> that's Very a good, good tweet. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. You even retweeted this saying like This is a good one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is when you peaked. It, <laughs> it was fun because when I read it, I, I reckon I said avant-garde about five times in a row. Just kind of, yeah, it does. Yeah, it's a slow sounds, burn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some say genius, I don't know. <laughs> Not for me to say. Question three. The opposite of a mermaid is a landlady. Beck. Yes, Beck. Cal? You are correct. Yes, point there for Beck. Yes. <laughs> is, this in the, is this in the routine? Is this it's just a tweet? It's just a tweet. It just occurred good. to me. I can't remember why. Hmm. It's very good. Well, I might use it on stage. <laughs> Question four. Do you think insomnia is punishment for begging to stay up late all the time when I was a child? Cow. Yes, cow. Is it Aurelia? No, it's Beck Shaw. Ah. Another point there for Beck, yes. Oh, I'm That's so slow. <laughs> I kind of think I'm like, I want to get a point, but. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get one. Yeah. Do you actually suffer from. Yeah, uh, I go through insomnia? periods of it. Like if I'm switching from like freelancing to office work, like my brain um, is upset with me. So yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Mm. So I, I'm, as soon as I hit the pillow, I'm out. Oh, right. And it's so annoying. It drives my wife crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had an ex who, when I was going through a particularly bad insomnia, who would sleep anywhere, like instantly fall asleep. Like we'd get into bed and I'd be like, good night, and she's already asleep. And then I would lie there for hours just like fuming. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. Um, my husband is like that as well. Like in the time it takes us to both get into bed and for me to think of the question that I want to ask him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my wife is, a, I, I think she actually got me a handheld game console because I would wake up, get bored, and then I'd bother her because I'm bored and she's still asleep. I'm like, I want someone to annoy. And so she got me a handheld console. Is that console. your mum or your wife? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one I sleep with. Both. But just to keep me mm. from waking her out yeah. of boredom mm. and annoying her and talking to her. You know, all the things that bother <laughs> <Yeah>. her. <laughs> all right, next question. First base, father. Second base, son. Third base, holy ghost. Beck. Yes, Beck. Aurelia. You are correct. Yes, a point there for Beck, yes. Mm, that's good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Sorry. What can I say? I'm a ghost star. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Question six. We need to make books cool again. If you go home with somebody and they have Aurelia. books, fuck the books. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Aurelia. I'm going to say it's James. You are correct. Yes, put there. <laughs> for... I like that joke. Good. I'm glad that was mine. You did laugh more than anyone else. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's off the board now. It's good. It's good. Well, who, who's... Credited for saying that tw- quote. John, John is, Waters. Is John Waters, yeah. yeah. If you don't, don't see books, if, don't fuck them. Great. <laughs> you went deep for that. I have no memory of that. <laughs> I do go very deep in this show. It used to be a lot easier. I used to just go on Favestar. Oh, yeah. And then Twitter <laughs> shut down Favestar for some reason. And to find a good James one, you had to go back. Yeah. Oh, years. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was very easy this week with you four. It gets really hard during Comedy Festival when all the tweets are just, come to my show, please, or what a great night. Here's a picture of me and my audience. (laughs) All right, question seven. Adulthood is thinking next week will be less busy until you die. James. Uh, I heard James first. Beck. You are correct. Yes, a point there for James, yes. Because here's the clue. It was really upsetting to read. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. I went to a friend's 50th birthday the other day and one of our other friends who's 52 goes... You know, um, it, we used to look forward to things, but now we're at the point where we're just counting down. <laughs> and I have not been able to get that out of Whoa. my head. <laughs> so thank you, Craig. <laughs> thank you. It is like that. Like you go, I can't. Every function I go to, I'm like, I can't wait till this is finished. 
I just want to go home now. Yeah, but he's talking about life. He's talking about counting, yeah, counting down his true. life. Like, mm. I always, like, this is horrible, but I work on this scale for myself where I'm like, is it still a tragedy? Like, if I just disappear? Like, <laughs> for, like, oh. the early days, like, oh, so much potential. And then they'll be like, like hey, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Good run. <laughs> Question eight. Twitter should have an edit function, but only for spelling mistakes. James? Yes, James. Cal. You are correct, yes. I'm trying to figure that out myself as well. <laughs> 100% agree with this. Yeah. Just for spelling mistakes. I heard Jack talk about it, why they don't have it, because he says life has mistakes. Well, so you yeah, need to own it. Mm. Like, you it's can... the same reason they have Nazis, because life <laughs> yeah. has yeah. Nazis. <laughs> but you can edit, you can just delete them. Like, you can't just delete your mistakes in life, but you can on Twitter. So don't use that as yeah, an Yeah, it's a bad analogy. Yeah. But he also is, like, saying it should... Like, Twitter is all meant to just be a conversation. I'm like, it's not. No, like, it's not. someone screaming into the void. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next question. Travelling shows you so much. As I entered a public bathroom, I locked eyes with an old woman. Her stall door was wide open and she was taking a piss. I haven't even left the airport yet. <laughs> I really hope it's not James. <laughs> Beck. Yes, Beck. Aurelia. You are correct. Yeah, yeah. that's a point there for Beck, yes. <laughs> Tullamarine. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Paris Tullamarine. <laughs> I've said this on the show. My boys are at the age now where they can't really go in with my wife to the public bathrooms. They have to go to the male public bathrooms, and it's just the worst, most depressing place in the world. We've been going swimming every single morning for the last two weeks, and every time they walk into the change rooms, like, oh, it actually doesn't smell too bad today. Like, <laughs> every day. Yeah. And our last question for the round Garfield is a cat and doesn't have a job. The only obstacle. The only difference between Monday and any other day is that John suddenly isn't around after having been home all weekend. Garfield doesn't hate Mondays. He loves John and is too proud to say it. Cal. Yes, Cal. It's James Colley. You are, you are correct, yes. That is James Colley. And you'll notice, James, I, I left out one word because I just couldn't say it. You know what? Ostensible. It's a good edit because it's a word that I put in and then went, oh, that shouldn't be in there. Well, there <laughs> it's not even what the word means. Yeah, it, no, should be a, it should be ostensibly. I didn't mean ostensibly. I just chucked it in because I was half drunk and it was a big word. <laughs> this, is a, this was a big tweet, though. Lots of people really got on board with this yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I don't like it because it meant that... Um, Firstly, I feel like I'm sure you have to say about anything with Twitter when things go off. It's like a when you play the pokies. You know how they say people are addicted to the pokies when they hate winning because mm. it stops you from doing what you want to do. Whenever this goes around, it just means I've got 400 people who are incredibly passionate about Garfield telling me that <laughs> John is a cartoonist and he works from home. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good point. Is John a cartoonist in the actual column? Yeah, but I don't think he's drawing... Garfield, I don't want to get into this because <laughs> yeah. they will come for me. I'm what? a Garfield faker. Okay. And you, what's the biggest tweet you've done, Beck? I'm looking. Oh, I don't like, know. And when you have a big one, do you look at it all day or do you turn the notifications off? No, you have you have to turn them off. And because people are um, very annoying <laughs> on yeah. the internet, because um, I run the Note of Feminism one as well, yep. and that's had like – that has a weird thing where it's a parody of an anti-feminist. So the people replying to it, having a go, are feminists, so they're on my side, but they don't understand the tweet. So it's like a weird, like I tweeted one that was like, I'm not a feminist. My husband isn't a monster because he's a man. He's a monster because his dad is a werewolf. (laughs) And then like the people replying to that being like, feminists got you rights to vote. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. (laughs) I'm like, yes. All right, at the end of the round, the scores are Aurelia on one point, Cal on two points, James on three points, but in the lead on four points, it's Beck Shaw, yes. All right, this round is called Ooh, Fashion. 
<laughs> we are the Goon Squad and we're coming to town. Beep, 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 beep. There you go. <laughs> New round, old rules. In this round, we talk about fashion and some of the choices we've made. In this round, we're talking about a young James Colley. Now, James, as a younger man, took a fashion risk, a risk that did not pay off. But what was that risk? Was it A, James, inspired by Tom Green in the film Freddy Got Fingered, <laughs> decided to wear his clothes backwards? All was going well until he couldn't take them off when he really needed to go toilet and he ended up pissing all over the waistband of his jeans and his T-shirt. His dad caught him taking his pissy clothes to the laundry and lectured him about the bad influence these types of movies can have on him. (laughs) That's A. B. As a teenager, he wore a ponytail in his hair only one time. But on that fateful day, he was attacked by two magpies simultaneously. (laughs) Or was it C, when James was a teenager, he was obsessed with having straight hair. So one day he borrowed his sister's hair straightener. He waited till no one was in the house, but halfway through, he heard keys in the door and panicked. During the panic, he burned a huge line across his forehead, which he tried and failed to cover with his fringe. Now, one of these is true. You have to ask James as many questions to try and bear the right answer from him, but bear in mind he wants you to get it wrong so he gets your point. Mm. You don't have to answer all together. You can answer A, B, C. Mm-hmm. Floor is open with questions. Ask away. Mm. What What was the clothes that went backwards? What was them? What was them? <laughs> <laughs> what was them? It was just a T-shirt and jeans, which is a bad because Tom Green has the flannel as well, and I didn't have a flannel shirt. But I had hoodies, and I did try and do the hoodie upside down. But when you do a hoodie back the front, the hood part really becomes an obstruction. (laughs) So I ditched that, but I did try the shirt and pants. Mm -hmm. Did the magpies attack you and your ponytail because they thought it was a worm? (laughs) I cannot speak to the motivation of the magpies. (laughs) Did they go for the ponytail, or which part of you were they going for? 100% for the ponytail. How thick was this ponytail? How long was your hair at the time? It was real, like... So I just hated haircuts and it was a real like this is the it was the first day of like, oh, this is kind of long enough to be a ponytail. But I would say, you know, a couple of inches like it wasn't really a ponytail. I just Mm -hmm. like the Power Rangers too much. And And what's your hair like when it grows beyond the length that it is now? Ugh. Mm. It's the best way I could describe it. Okay. it um, after this, this was actually the last time it ever got that long. Mm-hmm. But um, it was about shoulder length at that point, maybe a bit less than shoulder length. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I would say greasy would be greasy. the adjective that I most put onto it. And your sister, who also straightens her hair, mm-hmm. does she have the same type of hair as you? My sister, <laughs> oh, like, kind of, like my sister particularly when she was, I think now she has hair more like mine, but when we were, I've got two sisters, but the mm-hmm. one that straightens her hair, um, her, like, she had, blonde like peroxided I don't know enough about hair mm-hmm. of this but like uh, she had um blonded her hair and like would actually keep it in a ponytail most of the time mm. I feel like all of these are too plausible <laughs> yeah. James is such a buffoon that yeah. it's like all three of them are correct <laughs> trick answers the same day <laughs> I couldn't run from the magpies because my clothes were back um, but yeah sorry you go with the burn mm-hmm. how long did it take to heal Oh my god! Like so, you get a blister first, mm-hmm. and which is horrible. And also, so your method when you're trying to hide it is big hat because the fridge is was just too short. So you can't hide the burn part because that just hurts like hell. Mm. Blisters for like a couple of days, and then your blister goes, and you just had a mark for maybe like three months, four months. Mm. So we straighten our hair. What is it because, like, you know, like some forty-one? What what bands we listen to? Making <laughs> you straighten your hair. There was a decent amount of Blink and Green Day going yep. on at the time. Mm. 
Interesting. Were you a wearing sweatbands kind of teenager? I was a um, oh, like dirty hoodie, oversized jeans, and a t-shirt with some kind of video game on it. In fact, Cal met me still in this phase. <laughs> like true. Al, Al first, yeah. yeah. If the jeans were so oversized, why were they so hard to get off? Oh, great question. Because they were on backwards and I owned belts. Mm. Your, your dad in mm. general was he like very interested in what you're watching and doing like he was very interested in discipline me he's like all yeah. the air force men so like oh, okay. there's thing like we could never watch the simpsons as kids and stuff oh, like that because bart simpson would give me bad ideas mm-hmm. and stuff like that so like dad was like very like he's not a harsh parent but mm-hmm. he's a strict enforcer but how did he know that you had weed on your clothes because i was taking them to the laundry yeah but you could have just gone uh, as if james was ever Doing laundry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Father, there is a magical room. You, you have a son. If you saw your son taking clothes mm. into the laundry. On his own you... without prompting. Oh, yeah. He's definitely had an accident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Waking was... or pissing. We don't know which <laughs> yeah. one it is. I was also carting a mattress behind me. <laughs> <laughs> mm. do, people th- do people think they know what it could be? I've got a guess. What, but what I actually it... don't. I haven't heard any of these stories. So I don't know which one it is. People know? More questions? Mm, mm. I would say C. You're going to say C. So Aurelia's going to look in C. Bernie's head with the with the, uh, yeah. the hair straighteners. That's I, what I was going to say as Beck well. also okay. going to go C. I'm going to go B, but only because a bird fell on me the other day when I was jogging. Fell on fell you? Fell on you? There's two lorikeets who are having an argument in a tree, and the other, one of them must have pushed the other one out. And it just <laughs> Does it have me wings? On the leg, so I can be like, bah, 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 and then suddenly something hit me, and I was like, that's too big to be a leaf. And I turn around, and there's a lorikeet on the ground going, oh, fuck. Like, oh. it was fine. Like, we both waddled away. Yeah. But it was... It's bad luck when a bird poops on you. What if one falls from a tree onto you? Is it... I think it was good luck. That I thought good it was itself. good luck when they should I mean, good yeah. luck. Well, okay, you're right. <laughs> Everything mine, feels bad luck. A friend of mine when we were in high school had a kookaburra fly into his knee and broke the skin with its beak. <laughs> wow. Yeah. How tall was he? He was. He's very tall. He's like six foot eight now. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah. But he was like, going, yeah, a kookaburra flew into my knee. And at the time I thought it was bullshit, but he's kept up this story for... Kookaburra sits and it hits your knee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, you've got C, C, and B. B. The correct answer was B. So oh. points there for Cal Wilson, two oh, points for James. Luck. That's, that's good a luck good luck, luck so bad. Yeah. You've got a real yeah. connection. <laughs> so are you saying they attacked you because of the ponytail or you're yep. just saying it was... Nope, that's... it was because of the ponytail. I was uh, It was swimming carnival day. I was thinking, yeah, this is the day to try a new look. Try the ponytail. I <laughs> oh, walked so down... You, so you're thinking aerodynamic. <laughs> I walked down Mulgoal Road in Penrith heading for the swimming thing and then two separate birds at the same time were going after my ponytail, like oh. specifically swooping the ponytail as I was running. And there is somewhere online a viral video like shot from a distance of someone running away from two crows who doesn't look unlike me. Me. Yeah, every time it reappears, I'm like, is that me? Did someone capture this? My absolute worst nightmare being swooped by birds. I hate it so much. Yeah. That's I reckon I could fight a bird. You reckon you could fight a bird? <laughs> Punch out of the air. <laughs> I once saw a lady getting attacked by minor birds, but she had a big, like huge perm and didn't realise it was happening. And it's the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. And she was like just walking to her car and like getting in slowly. And I'm like just standing there like dying laughing. She didn't realise the whole time. Just got in the car and drove off. And then around the scores, Aurelius on one point. Cal on three points. Beck on four points. We have a new leader, James Collie on five points. Yeah. Yeah. Let's end the game here. <laughs> 
All right, at this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about another person on the panel. If things true, you say yeah. If things are lie, you say nah. A point if you guess correctly. A point to the person the fact may or may not be about. If you're incorrect, you can ask me as many questions as you want. Here we go. So to James. Now, last week, Cow was at lunch on her own where they sat her on a communal table. Mm-hmm. She was opposite a dad and his young son. Cow thinks the son was about two years old. The entire time, the son was on his dad's phone while his dad coloured in a colouring book very badly. Cal is convinced that the dad is doing it badly and was going to pass it off as the son's work when they got home. <laughs> yeah or nah? You can ask her as many questions as you want. Hmm. Word you order? Oh. <laughs> I always get the same thing. I always get smashed avocado, which is what a cliche, but I just fucking love avocado. What so. was he colouring? He was colouring. It was like a, um, is it bluey? Bluey, yeah. the... Oh, okay. the um, Book and the little kid, like I'm sure it was just a, I just need some peaceful time kind of thing. The little mm-hmm. kid was playing, I don't know what he's playing on the, on the phone or watching on the phone, and the dad was just. Can like, I, this is not my segment, but. Oh, um, you can ask questions too. Was it a body swap? Was it freaky? Was it a Friday? It was a freaky. Oh my god! It was. <laughs> um, was it like? Was he not within the lines? Was it a poor color palette choice? How was it being colored badly? Like he was just, just kind of like half-assed. Oh, so he was phoning it in. Yeah, because the kid had the phone, so he had to phone it in somehow. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure it was like. You know, like the mum would be like, did Ricky get on the phone or did he, like, what, uh, like, you know, like, what have you right. been doing with your son? And so I reckon he was like, it's just easy to let him in the phone and I'll just do it. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of brutal because it also presumes, like, the dad's like, no, nah, my son's untalented, so I've got to really. <laughs> she won't believe this if it's two years. <laughs> He's two years old. <laughs> I'm going to go true. You are incorrect. It was oh! a lie. Oh! Point cow. I that's, do always order a smash avocado, though. That's <laughs> such a good lie. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought of this last night mm. in bed, thinking, oh, that's, that could be a... F-. I actually thought of... It would be funny to see a, an adult doing a dot-to-dot in a cafe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mindful colouring in yeah. was in for a while. Right. Dot-to-dot would be fun. And I mm. thought, oh... Why would an adult be doing a dot to dot? And then I thought, oh, yeah. because... The, the other alternative that could be is that the kid was off to kindergarten and it was homework and the parent had done the homework. Because, <laughs> oh. you know, we've all dictated things to our children yes. that they might like to put in their homework. <laughs> and I have actually... the Part of the um, push for me here was I have cheated at a colouring and ink competition before and got in <gasps> help and won a Shaquille O'Neal basketball toy, which I am not giving back Hobartville Primary School. <laughs> <laughs> Who coloured in for you? Uh, one of my sister's friends colored in for wow. me, Not and she did family. she did shading on the picture of Simba. Uh, it was a Lion King picture, and everyone was really impressed that this kindergartner knew how to shade. Wow, mm. mm-hmm. that's have the known. peak for me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying. So two years ago, at the start of the school year, my son had to fill out a. This is about me, and his favorite song was "Bombs Over Baghdad" by Outkast. And he brought that <laughs> home. I was like, "This is a great parenting win for me." <laughs> And my youngest son's about to start school next week, and I know he'll have to do the same thing. So I'm like, just the other day, just going, hey, what's your favourite song, Henry? What's your favourite song? <laughs> and he's like, oh, Geometry Dash, which is a game he plays on the iPad. Oh. I'm like, oh, yeah, but you're so like, and just trying to load <laughs> cool songs to try. So when he looks back in like 20 years, he's like, oh, wow, I was cool and prep. All right, so to Cal. Now, at Beck's grandfather's funeral, her mum had to warn her beforehand that her uncle was going to use a slur in his eulogy. The slur was that her grandfather believed that, and I'm quoting here, pancakes 
are for poofters. I feel, without asking any questions, that that's true. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to say? Gonna, no, no, I'm going to ask some questions. Um, why was he talking about pancakes? Um, because they were both truck drivers and they went around on, like, a little trip one time um, and we, they would cook breakfast together and it was usually, like, meat. And then my uncle was like, what if we did pancakes? And my uh, pop said no because I was for poofters. Is is that true? <laughs> <laughs> you almost got me. <laughs> you meddling kid. Um, uh, at a funeral. At a funeral. Yeah. So how did your mum know what your uncle was going to say? I assume they talked about it. And she wanted to warn me that at the funeral there would be a slur. <laughs> That's such a great lead into a funeral. There's going to be one slur at this yeah. funeral. I don't know what it is. You're a woman and gay, so be ready. Yeah. Mm, I feel. I still think it's true. You gonna say yeah? Yeah. You are correct. Yes, it was true. Yes. Yeah. Were you saying that because you think there's no way Josh would write this as a question if it wasn't true? That too. Good. Yes. Um, but also, like, I remember writing that you've done about growing up in Toowoomba. Uh huh. I was kind of that like was awful. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds very sad. Uh, yeah, it was true. The nicest story they could find about my pop. <laughs> Your uncle saying this was this a happy memory for him, or was it a hey? Well, we know what he was like. This is what it was. Sort of like a ha ha ha. Yeah, that was him. <laughs> I guess. How, I how did really people know. react at the funeral? They thought it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was, the, I was the only person who got warned, so <laughs> that gives you a hint. When my uncle died, my dad's brother, he was a, he was a brickie and we come mm. from very working class, mm. and his family got up and told a story of how, oh, he did this, he was very smart, he did this, and he had he'd made, got a Coke can and sliced it down the middle of it and so he could fit it over a beer so he could get away with drink oh. driving on the way home. Wow. And told this story, and I'm like, oh, this is not a good story <laughs> to tell. I, I went to a funeral of a friend's relative, and the, they'd obviously struggled for a good story to tell about the relative because the celebrant was reading out memories of the guy who died and said about his sister, Jennifer fondly remembers the time he hit her in the head with a hammer. <laughs> oh. I was like, well, was, and that was oh, the best story. Yeah, it was yeah. like the. Yeah, this was the nicest story he could come up yeah. with. And I'm like, I guess they're pretty gay. They're like <laughs> fluffy and sweet. <laughs> Milk, is that gay, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so to Beck. Now, when Aurelia broke up with her ex, mm. he then hacked into her email and deleted every single bit of correspondence they had over the last three years. Yeah or nah? Wow, that's psychotic. Um, you're really, it's really giving me the stare. <laughs> it's like no breaking you at all. I'm not even SVU. Um, how did he hack in? Was it he just knew your password, or did it was it like a real hack into the mainframe? <laughs> um, yeah, he definitely like would have been able to guess my password, right? Because what is it? It was your, it was your real surname. <laughs> it was my real surname, my real date of birth, <laughs> and my social security number. Um, no, I think it was like sort of a situation where, you know, when you're sharing Netflix accounts and stuff like uh, that, right. you just know like yeah, one yeah. password and you're like, is that it's it? It's probably and the same for all yeah, of them. Yeah, it's probably the same and that's me. Um, and why did he do this? It was just a really nasty breakup. And, and he was like, I don't want anything I've ever said to you to be. Yeah, like it was like deleting me from 
his life. Why did he just delete his own emails? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I think he like thought I would h- hold stuff against him. Uh huh. And would you? <laughs> oh, I would. Okay. <laughs> um, so is email your main? Correspond. Like, how old are you? Like, <laughs> I don't he like deleted think... all our telegrams. <laughs> Killed every pigeon. <laughs> well, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I feel like there's like a rank of messaging, right? So if you mm-hmm. message someone on Instagram, you're like probably not that close with them. Mm-hmm. If you message them by text message, you like have to have their number, so it's a bit more serious. Mm-hmm. And if you email them, it's like long and it's like it's about like how much letter. you like love yeah. each other and you care about each other and your plans for the future. And like if you were like, I don't know, in, in, so far as legal documents go, I would definitely put an email above like an Instagram DM. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. I can't remember the last time I've emailed my wife. Well, uh, because Josh, can your I wife. email your wife? <laughs> it's because you're married. You're already, you've, you've locked that shit down. You don't oh, okay. need to, like... <laughs> Do not email my wife. <laughs> um, massive email chain. <laughs> um, interesting. And how did you know that he had done it? Because it was just... Well, because I'm so, sorry, if um, I may, what an insane quote for someone else to do. <laughs> <laughs> because I was looking I for stuff to hold against him. <laughs> <laughs> or I was just going through, you know, sometimes you're like nostalgic and you're like, hmm, hmm. what did that motherfucker say? <laughs> <laughs> and how long after you broke up did he do it? Like within the, within the month. Okay. All right. I reckon it's Yeah. You are correct. Yes, it was. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's psychotic. Wow. Yeah. And did you ever go back to him and go, did you do that? No, I did not. I like ceased all contact with him, thank God. Mm. But I had a shock moment when I saw him outside um, Town Hall during Melbourne Comedy Festival. Oh. And he was looking at the board and he was with another girl. And I was with a friend and I almost like, I hadn't seen him since the mm. breakup, which would have been like two years ago. And I kind of thought he died. <laughs> no, no, like I knew he hadn't died, but, you know, when yeah. someone is dead to you and you're like, that <laughs> person doesn't exist anymore. It's a shock but, to see that ghost yeah, <laughs> outside yeah. the town hall. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Mm. Well, that's horrible. <laughs> so I'm not friends with any of my exes. Good. Uh, uh, but I, I, it fascinates me when people are. Like, it's mm. just, I just... Well, you ha- if you're queer, it's like... You have there's only so many of us. Yeah. You can't cut out every person, then you run out of people. So it's sort of like more of a thing. Yeah, I think we're friends with one. You're friends with one? Yeah, I think so. Oh, actually, I'm friends with one. I would be well. friendly if I saw them, but I don't live in the same state. But there's right. but that's handy. There's one. There's two actually. That one hates me, and mm-hmm. the other one I don't want anything was it, to do was with. Was that it. from an adult relationship? The hating you. The one that hates me was from a. I was 17 when we broke up. Uh. I should probably get over that. That's, I know. Yeah, that's like yeah. a juvenile record thing. That, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's not a relationship. That's an acquaintance. <laughs> and then, and then, sexy acquaintance. And then the one that I couldn't talk to without being, like, falling into a heap would be the one after this one. So I left this girl for this other girl. Uh, um, yeah. Now we see where the first one hates you. <laughs> exactly, yes. It's but in my defence, I was 17. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we weren't living in the same city. But holding a grudge could be fun. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Right? All right, so uh, to Aurelia. Now, James does not play video games because once his Xbox caught on fire and at the time he believed it was a sign from God, even though he did not and does not believe in God. Yeah or no? Nah? Hmm. I mean, I just want to say 
Nah. You want to say nah? Because away? no, because you mentioned before that your wife got you. <laughs> I will clarify that is the first console I have had since that incident. I've never owned one in between, but I was deeply insulted by the look you gave when the, sen- <laughs> when the sentence, he doesn't play video games, just the look you gave. Put me back in the eighth fucking grade. Um, sorry. <laughs> no, you're right to do that. I, um, okay, well, I'm going to ask a few questions mm. because now that you've said that, um, so what kind of games would you play on your Xbox? A lot of Halo. An awful lot of Halo. Yeah. And in like, fact, that's about it. Because we bought all of our stuff from cash converters because mm-hmm. we couldn't. So I was always behind the eight ball, probably why things caught on fire, mm-hmm. behind the eight ball, and then we, I'd be able to buy one game, and then that's the game that I have yeah. until next birthday. Where were you living at the time? I would be living in the Hawkesbury in Richmond, uh, which mm-hmm. is in Western Sydney. Okay. And does it get quite hot there? You didn't have aircon or? It does get hot, but I would put this firmly down to like the power plug. Like I think there was just something faulty in the machine. I don't think the world was so hot that my video game (laughs) system. And also the Xbox was bought at cash converters? Yes. Yes. Mm, Okay. One more question about your relationship with God. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're getting to it. They used to go out and they're not. (laughs) (laughs) I left him for someone else. So, so were you ever like religious? Did you go to like a Catholic school or something like that? I was, I was brought up like in going to church, but with my parents are like vaguely spiritual, but they took us to church because that's what you were supposed to do. And then that stopped when I was like six or seven. But I went to scripture uh, and after school scripture Mm -hmm. because they were cheap daycare. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, okay. Look, based on this additional information, <laughs> I will say it's true. You are correct. Yes, this is the story <laughs> <from Australia. laughs> so, hmm. so you never played, you were like, that's no. it. No, yeah, I stopped until, it wasn't until like midway through university, I moved into a share house where there happened to be a video game thing. It was mm. good. Like I, it wasn't a good thing that how much I used to play them, but it did like just catch on fire one day. I think it was faulty. And then... Um, <laughs> no, no, that's a feature. <laughs> that was, was God. <laughs> you were right. But I didn't really take this like, this is it. I can't do this. It's now. This is like, it's a burning console. <laughs> At the end of the round, the scores are Aurelia on two points. You doubled your score in that round. Mm-hmm. Uh, James on five points. Beck on five points. And also on five points is Carl Wilson. Yeah. It's this is the final round. It's called Who 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out 10 questions about you four. If you think you know who it is, Buzz in, your name's your buzzer. You can't guess for your own ones. You get a point if you get it right, a point off if you get it wrong. Ooh. Only round you can lose points. So here we go. Question one. Who is the reason my son eats cheese and honey sandwiches? Which person here is the reason my son eats? James. Yes, James. Cal. It is correct. Uh-huh. Yes, Cal. Point there for James. Don't explain why. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it in the plugs. Question two. Who as a child overheard their mum bad-mouthing a friend? So this person, the next time that put. Per- so the next time their friend arrived at the house, this person answered the door and said, go away, their mum didn't like her. Beck. Yes, Beck. Aurelia? You are correct, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I get that vibe. <laughs> so what was your mum saying about the friend? Oh, she was like, she's so annoying. <laughs> so it was like her and another good friend just talking about this third person. And I overheard this. I was playing with my toys. And the next time she came, I... But she said the same thing to her and closed the door in her face. Oh, <laughs> and my I was God. like, um, my mum doesn't like oh. you, so <laughs> and they stayed friends. <laughs> Imagine being on the other side of that conversation <laughs> yeah. where a child opens the door and yeah. says, people you don't like. <laughs> yeah, Fuck. I was brutal. I was brutal. <laughs> but, you, but your mum had to go and 
Same. Well, she had to like go and fake her way through it. <laughs> I mean, what do you do in that yeah. situation? I don't know. Where Aurelia got that from? <laughs> <laughs> Kids these days. <laughs> Question through three. Whose first crush they remember having was on Christina Ritchie? Aurelia. Yes, Aurelia. <laughs> Back. Yes, you are correct. Yes, it was back. Mm. Yes. Am I saying that right? Richie? Ricky? I can't remember. It's one of those Richie, names. I think so, yeah. yeah. I don't know. What, what movie? What, it was movie about? Caspar. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, yeah. Yep. It was like not my first ever. Like it was the first time I remember being, I like remember rewinding parts to like see how she said stuff because I was fascinated in some weird way. Um, <laughs> and yeah, now she set me on my path for sarcastic brunettes. And ghosts. And ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone else remember their first crush? Uh, it was two. It was Mr. Spock from Star Trek oh, and yeah. Basil Brush. Ah. Mm. Obviously have a thing for guys Old. with pointy ears. <laughs> <laughs> James? I have no idea. I can't remember. Right. Robin Hood. Ah. The Fox? The Fox. Yeah. The Fox. yeah. Hell yeah. That's a hot fox. Oh, the fox is fine when it's Robin Hood, but not when it's Basil Rush. <laughs> well, he's, the fox is sexy. It's, it's sexy, and he's like, gives to charity. Yeah. <laughs> he's a socialist, basically. My, mine was Rachel Friend, who was an actor in... Rachel, Rachel from, from Friends. Friends. No, but she was... She was in Neighbours. In Neighbours, yes. Yeah, well, no. what, what, yeah, probably, but it was one of these things where it was like everyone liked Kylie Minogue. Yep, and you liked Rachel And Friends. I was... Even in like eight, going no, I'm going to go for the more underground kind of one. I'm going to go for Rachel Friend. I couldn't tell you what she looked like though, but mm. my mum remembers me kissing the screen when she was on. Catch Aww. me kiss the screen. It's creepy. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cute. <Wonder>. <laughs> James, you should have said my wife. <laughs> but say it. How would you say it? Yeah, my wife. <laughs> next question: Who, as a child, was bullied by a goose? Beck. Yes, Beck. That has to be James. That is James, yes. <laughs> that is true. Um, it was uh, my dad was at the raft base. Mum would take me to feed the ducks there. There was a little wooden bridge that on with an island in the middle of the duck pond, and on that island lived a horrible goose that would every every week I would go over with bread and it would chase me back out and attack me, and my mum thought it was the funniest thing in the world, <laughs> so she'd give me more bread and be like, go over this time. I've had goose trauma as well as a small kid. We used to go to this place called Willow Bank, which is like an animal park but it's mm-hmm. mostly farm animals and a mountain lion and um there was a canadian goose and i was about four and my brothers were teasing the goose by showing it the food and then taking the food away and it got really pissed off <laughs> and it turned around and just bit a complete stranger on the ass like this poor woman who'd been doing nothing and this goose just turned around and was like Fuck! and just bit her on the ass and then it chased it off down the path and i was convinced that we'd be we would be arrested. Oh. And then we went back to Willow Bank, the goose would remember us. Like it was a trauma for many years. So that is the best way that could have gone for your yeah. brothers, yeah. though. Like, you get to tease the goose, it bites someone else and chases yeah. them. That's a great day. In my hometown, there was the park that had an emu. It was one emu, and every single kid who ever went to that park has been bitten by that emu. Like, it's just this cranky <laughs> emu. It's, it's on its own. There's no other animals around it. It's just this emu Poor and just emu. bored all day. Stuck in this kind of enclosure, yeah. so any kid who goes up to it to feed it, just, it just gets bitten. Um, I got past the cassowary in, in Adelaide Zoo. I love oh, cassowaries. They're so also, scary. They're, they're like, dinosaurs. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're dinosaurs. Um, but I was looking at the cassowary, and this woman walked past and went, she killed her husband, you know. <laughs> <laughs> About you? <laughs> I don't know why she killed her cassowary. <laughs> Next question. Who here was a home birth? Who was a home birth? Jane. I heard cow first. Oh, really? Yes, you are correct. <laughs> yes, she was. 
Oh, I told you that a different time. Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> I was like, who else was a homebird? And I was going to say you. It's obvious. Um, she pointed at school yeah. homebird. <laughs> as soon as she came out, you were like, get out of here, everyone. <laughs> this is my home. <laughs> yeah, it was an accident. Were you, were you born in Germany? Is yeah, yeah, in Germany. Yeah. yeah. Is that a natural thing? Not a natural thing, but a common thing in Germany? That no. Yeah, people are often born there. <laughs> um, but mainly Germans. <laughs> my mum had my brother first and he took for, forever. And then when she had me, she just was like, oh, I'm starting to feel like the way I felt last time, so it'll be another mm. day. Um, but I had other ideas that came out <laughs> half an hour later. So it wasn't <laughs> a planned home birth? It was just happened. It was an accident. Oh, yeah. wow. Hmm. Because I, my, same thing with my two children. The hmm. first, Oliver was like, Beck was in labour for 27 hours, hmm. which is a long time. And Henry, it was like four hours from start. And almost she gave birth on Bell Street in the car. Oh, yeah. Wow. And I was driving and she's like, are we almost there? And I'm like, almost. And it was still like another 20 minutes away. Yeah. Then we got out of the car and I, I just parked in the emergency spot and hmm. was walking across and she had a massive contraction in the car park. <gasps> and a guy just walked past and went, you guys all right? And I just went, what the fuck do you think? <laughs> a nine-month pregnant woman screaming on me. I'm like, no, we're not all right. And then half hour later in the shower, Henry wow. Henry came out and just landed on the floor and Beck didn't even realise. And I'm like, you can pick him up, Beck. Pick him up. Pick him up. Well, I actually pick it up because I didn't know if it was him or not. So was she, she wasn't standing up though. It wasn't like a... No, she was, sta- she was standing up, but she was, I was, she was kind of straddling over me. So it wasn't from a huge height. And the midwife was there and kind of lowered him to the ground, but then put, left him there. Right, you just made it sound like oh. she was washing no. your hair. <laughs> <laughs> like a baby giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> Kicked some dirt on him and he was fine. Mm. Yeah. Oh. I mean, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> the miracles of childbirth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Question six. Who once had an audience member hand them a baby crocodile? Aurelia. That, yes, Aurelia. That was Cal. Yeah, it was Cal, Yes. <laughs> I was there. Yeah, where That's was right. that? It was was it Darwin or Broome? It was in Darwin. between. Oh, it was Catherine. It was That's Catherine. right. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because in Darwin the night before there'd been a, a story in the paper that there was a house for sale, but you had to buy the crocodile that lived in the garden pond as well. Great. And so um, I asked the audience if anyone had a pet crocodile, and no one did. And then Catherine asked the same question, and one goes, "I do." And then after the gig, she went home and brought it back, oh. and she called it Louis Vuitton. Yeah. Was it cute? <laughs> How big was it? It's about, 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 about a, yeah, yeah. Foot, a foot long. What a pointless thing to do on a podcast. That <laughs> <laughs> this big, guys. Mm. Yep. Foot long, a foot long. It was like a foot the long. size of an LV like, black. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny. So it had rubber bands around its uh, mouth so mm. it couldn't snap, but yeah. it had the instinct to roll the person. So when you're holding oh, it, yeah. you had to hold it quite adorable. tight. Otherwise, yeah. it was trying to roll you yeah, under. The... Now, this is cute. Yeah. <laughs> a dead, rolling little dinosaur. Uh, next question. Whose siblings were professional boxers? James. Yes, James. Beck. Yes, you are correct. Mm. Yes. Really? Mm. Boxers with an R, not just... The dogs. <laughs> professional briefs. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many ways to take boxes. Yes. Yep. It sounds like, were they born in the 19th century? Like, it sounds like a very... Well, Toowoomba kind of Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah, my two older ones were professional boxers for a long time. Did they have uh, um, stage names? They did. One was Matt Stryker Shaw and the other one was Mick Pony Shaw. No one went for, are you? I know. (laughs) Missed opportunity. (laughs) I got mad at my parents when I was about 13 for not giving me Ursula as a middle name so I could be, are you Shaw? (laughs) And now I'm glad they didn't. (laughs) So was one of the nicknames Pony? Yeah. He trained punching horses. (laughs) He had four legs. (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, I, I think like there was an older boxer that had that name that was successful and saw oh, okay. him and gave him the nickname. So if you like beat an older boxer, you, <laughs> you get take their nickname. Their name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, who once quit their job after being hit in the face by a dildo? Aurelia. Yes, Aurelia. <laughs> That was back. No, it was James. Shockingly. (laughs) No. I'm losing one of my hard-earned points. But but where was the job? It was Nightfell at Coles in Katoomba. (laughs) I got hit in the... Someone walked in and, like, I was stacking soup and uh, they're like... Hey, have you seen? And I looked up, and they just hit me across the face with a dildo, and then laughed and left. And I was like, "Okay, that's weird." And I, the manager went past, and went, "Ah, uh, hey." And he's like, "Did you just get hit with a dildo?" And I was like, "Yes." He was, she got mat on the way out as well. <laughs> and then I like drove home that night and ended up calling up the next morning and quitting because I couldn't get past the thought of going to work and thinking, "I hope I don't get hit in the face with a dildo again." <laughs> when you, talk, I, I hope that happens. <laughs> We're different. I thought when you when you start. Saying, oh, it was I was doing night It was another person who worked there as a no, joke. It was, it was a customer. It was a it was a stranger who came in specifically to Katoomba Coles. That there's not a lot that happens in the Blue Mountains, but they came in that night specifically to just hit me in the face with that and move on. Mm. Not specifically me. I think they were going for anyone in the soup aisle. Just leaving wow. people big dildo welts on. Their and it was like a dildo, not like a vibrator. It was just a big. It was big dildo. Big. Okay. I mean, that happens to politicians in New Zealand, but <laughs> sometimes they deserve it. Um, how weird. Do, could, do you have any recollections of what it looked like or was it too It was fast? purple off memory. Um, mm. uh, uh, had a lot of, like, judging by the force of the slap, a lot of elasticity to its <laughs> movements. They should start selling them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's convenient. Endorsed by my face. <laughs> well, I wouldn't buy one then. <laughs> At Carl's, what are you saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want the one with the red spot special. <laughs> hey. Instead of doing those Going down, sho- down. Instead of doing the little shopper items, like you spend over $20, oh. <laughs> you get a sex toy of your choice. Yeah, yeah. but you don't, you don't want in the Coles minis. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got there. Okay, question nine. Who once auditioned for an ad and was so bad the director stopped them to explain the concept of acting? Beck. Yes, Cal. Oh. I nearly spelt my own name. I don't know what I was saying. C-A-L. Um, Aurelia? No, it was James again. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't understand why you brought the dildo, James. (laughs) I think the trick of this quiz is, is the question pathetic? (laughs) What was the audition? (laughs) Could Mr Bean, could this have happened to Mr Bean? (laughs) If so, it's James. It was for a Woolworths ad. This was after I had quit cold. It was for a Woolworths ad and I had to walk through and pretend I was shopping. And then, so I walked through and I tried it once and then they came back and went, no, like pretend you're shopping. Like you walk through and like imagine as if you're shopping. And then just took me through the concept of acting. Yeah, it's, I I auditioned for roles like that and it's so like, because they get, I had one, it was a beer ad and I said, you're at a party and you're talking to some friends. So go for it. So I'm like, all right. Hey, how was your weekend? Mm. Just doing it like normal. I'm like, no, no, like it's a party. I'm like, yeah, but I'm just talking to my friends. Right? <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, like be big. And I'm like, well, that's I wouldn't go to that party. I'd go home and just went, oh, this is not for me. I don't need this job. <laughs> All right, last question for the game. Here we go. Who once changed degrees because they were too scared to ask their boss if they could change hours? Beck. Yes, Beck. Aurelia. No, that was Cal. Oh, yeah. That is true. I did a classics degree instead of an English degree because all the hours clashed with my supermarket hours and I was really scared of Maureen, the chair out supervisor. Oh, my God. Did you have a dildo? dildo. (laughs) I dropped out of high school, so. Yeah, well. (laughs) Was was Maureen a lot older? I'm guessing she was because her name's Maureen. Yeah, yeah. She was very tall uh, and intimidating. Yeah. Sounds hot. (laughs) Because bosses in supermarkets can be only one of two things. They're either 21 
<laughs> or any age over 60. Like that's, there's yeah, no, she, yeah, there's, she was yeah. an indeterminate age. And then there was Kathy who was small and round and lovely. And yeah. Maureen was like, like good cop, right. bad cop. Mm. All right, at the end of the game, the scores are Aurelia St. Clair on three points. Yay. Cal Wilson on five points. Ooh. Beck Shaw oh, on fuck. six points. But our winner on seven points is James Collins. Yes. That's so annoying. Yes. <laughs> I need down this. to the last question. <laughs> Very good. Now, James, could you win? You get to promote whatever you want to promote. You've got some shows coming up in Adelaide and Melbourne. Yes, uh, we have a insane musical set from the perspective of a cruise ship musician called Rick Sextant. And uh, an album is coming out at the end of this month. Excellent. And a tour for Adelaide and Melbourne in the festival season. Uh, you can get everything from ricksextant.com. It's extremely dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Beck, where can people see or find you? Um, I'm unemployed. So nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're if you're looking, Twitter. Yes. I guess. Brockle Snitch. So, Brockle yes. Snitch on Twitter. Great. Cal Wilson. Um, you can see me at the Christchurch Buskers Festival. You can see me in Auckland at the Q Theatre. You can see me uh, around uh, Adelaide, Brisbane, Melbourne, Sydney, Perth. Doing... Okay, we're all doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Is this um, a new show for Melbourne? And yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. yeah, it's called Open Book. Open Book. Yes. Mm. Great. Telling all of the embarrassing things I've never been brave enough to talk about before. Well, Excellent. Mm. And Aurelia? I have a show in a Melbourne comedy festival called Woke. Mm-hmm. And please buy a ticket. <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> hey, also, if you're in Perth or Canberra or Brisbane or Melbourne, the podcast and my stand-up shows are coming to your cities. So go to joshearl.com.au for all the tickets. Thanks for playing. See you next time. Bye. Hey everyone, thank you for sticking around. So I said at the top of the episode, there are some things I need to say and here are those things. And so, today's episode was 190. That means in 10 weeks, it'll be the 200th episode. And that is probably a good place to slow it down. Yes, so I was thinking, oh, maybe 200, I can can stop at 200. And then I thought, well, I don't want to stop completely. I do like doing the podcast, but I want to make sure the quality can still retain. And so I've decided I'm going to go to do the podcast monthly. So instead of it being a once a week, it'll be once a month. So, you know, 200 episodes, that's 800 guests. It's 5,000 questions. Uh, it's probably, yeah, it's probably a, enough. Uh, but I'm going to do it monthly. Uh, just because I didn't want to do a podcast and do episodes where I'm thinking, oh, is that, was that as best as it's been? I don't want to, you know, do a podcast that I wouldn't actually listen to myself. And so I thought if we go once a month, it makes it easier because, you know, as has been said on this podcast by others and me, it's a lot of work to do this every single week and trying to find people, especially based in Melbourne, uh, it's, it's tough to get people who haven't already done it over 10 times and have gone, Josh, I've, I've gone, got no more stories I can tell you. So we're going to go once a month. If you're a Patreon uh, subscriber, don't worry, you'll still get your bonus episode once a month as well as the monthly episodes. So, but I understand if you go, oh, I actually pay for the five of them or six of them a month and not just the two. But it does mean the live shows that are happening around the country, it'll be very nice to get these nice and full as it might be, you know, in the last time you get to see the live shows. So with that in mind, make sure you get a ticket to 
any of the podcasts that I'm doing around Perth or Brisbane or Canberra or Melbourne and also the stand-up shows, which, to be honest, I work a lot harder on than I do on the podcast. You probably don't want to hear that if you only like the podcast, but I do. About eight months writing an hour with these episodes, probably a day. So it's not going to be the end. It's just going to be once a month. It's all right. It's like we're going into an open relationship. No, it's fine. You can see other podcasts. I don't mind. I think that's all I need to say. If you are, you know, want to show your support after the 200 episodes, I have T-shirts for sale. That'll be a one-of-a-kind thing. So go to joshearl.com.au, find the details there, buy a T-shirt. Otherwise, thank you. I'm sure at the 200th I'll say all the big thank yous and stuff like that, but I just want to say thank you if you've been with me from the very start. Even if you've just gone on uh, after, the, like, you know, some of the big live shows, maybe the James Acaster one, you came on because I did see a jump in the numbers then. Thank you very much. I'm going to go now. My voice is going. Thank you very much. I'm going to go. I'll see you next week. That's all I need to say. G'day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. <laughs> we used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.